Hello, it's Painter Sharpless, and you're listening to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Today, we dive into a bit of good news, basketball recruiting, Kermit Davis. Hey, I would tell you in this tease, but I'm going to make you listen through and hear what good news I've got for you. A part of the theme of this podcast, I will tell you, and many of you won't appreciate this, give Kermit Davis and Lane Kiffin time. They are working against some forces that are decades long, and they are working against what it is they inherited from just a few years ago and the coaching staffs before them. And it wasn't all flawed. Like, that's the other thing. This is not a knock or a shot at Andy Kennedy or Matt Luke. I'm just saying you guys want things to be better and be better more consistently. And that is possible, but it will take time. It will also take time for the talent to get there and the expectations to arrive. And look, that can happen, but you're going to need a good number of things to occur first. We will get to that good news and we will talk in this podcast also about quarterbacks recruiting at that position and what I see happening for the Ole Miss Rebels under Lane Kiffin. So that's what's happening next. Let's dive in. But first, a word from the folks who make this podcast possible. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wow, what is going on? My goodness, it's good to be back with you. Oh, did you think I'd forgotten about you? You would have been mistaken. I don't forget. Well, I do, but not about you, the listener of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, your team every day. Now, some of you are thinking, wait a minute, wait a moment. That mother bleeper, he just said your team every day. All right, slight caveat moving forward. The Locked On Podcast Network is dedicated to bringing you your team every day. But we are, shall we say, in uncharted waters, if you want to go with that overused analogy. Wow, good work. Off to a great start, Painter. We are going to go to three times a week, which is what I did last week. But instead of piling them all up together and front-loading you, I'm going to space them out. Monday, Wednesday, and yes, you might have guessed it, Friday. Okay? Can you handle that? Are you capable of handling what I've given you? Now, when things pick back up, hopefully sooner rather than later, we will continue to bring you your team every day. But right now, it just does not seem like the best use of our time. Okay? We've got a limited amount of news, which limits what we can analyze. And you know what? If I get feedback that says, Painter, hearing your voice every day is the only thing that gets me out of bed. If I start getting those messages, you can bet. You can bet I will come back. I will have soliloquies. I will have my bully pulpit right here, the microphone. All right. And we will do this every day. 
but I don't think we're there yet. I don't think in the midst of a very actually serious moment in our country's history, and really globally, it's not just the U.S., we tend to look at things through a U.S.-centric lens, which I don't think we're alone in that, but I digress. In this time, I have to say, it is really limiting some of what we can do. So, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's the deal. Unless I hear from you guys, at Paint Sharpless, but you already knew that, at Paint Sharpless on Twitter, we'll do this together Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or if I hear from you guys, we'll just keep it going every day. Cool? Well, that means we've got some good news. You hear that paper shaking in the background? You really can't. It was pretty faint, Painter. You're an idiot. But there's a piece of paper in my hand that I've gotten from a tree and a printer with writer transfer Domencio Vaughn, who has committed to your Ole Miss Rebels. Verbally, he did so this past weekend, Sunday, to be specific, the Lord's Day. Quote, I'm going back to the state that I want a championship in and want to get ready for the SEC and show them that I can do it. All right, Vaughn is 6'5". He played at Jackson Callaway before heading to post-grad school. Vaughn picked Ole Miss over a couple of other schools, Connecticut and Georgia. He said it's just comfortable and felt comfortable with the coaching staff. It felt right in my own opinion. Well, that is a good thing, Mr. Vaughn, because it is your opinion that matters most here. Well, since you got the offer anyway, I would say until you get the offer, it's probably Ole Miss and Kermit Davis's whose opinion matters most. But once that has happened, well, the ball is proverbially speaking. Is that the right way to use that word? I don't know. But the ball is in your court, sir. He did have a good 2019-2020 season. He averaged almost 15 points. Let's be specific, Painter. 14.8, 6.6 boards a game. And he shot 48.4% from the field, quote, willing to do anything. I can bring energy, my aggression, and the chip on shoulder. Hmm. I don't know if there was a word missing in that line or if he just said it that way, but I'm going to go with he stalling. He is, I don't know. I don't know. Let's read through that one more time. I'm willing to do anything. Be myself. I can bring energy, my aggression, and the chip on shoulder. I'm going to say typo, but who knows? Maybe he is an efficient guy and just doesn't want to throw in words. He's like, you know, you, you see what I'm trying to do here, all right? Just leave out some of those words. They'll get it. And if so, kudos, because he's right. I do know what he's trying to say. Well, that seems to make sense coming back to a place that he's familiar with. And, yes, aggression. Oh, a chip on your shoulder. Sounds like you've been talking to Kermit Davis about the word he has used a lot. Toughness. He wants tough players. Ole Miss notably lost a lot of close games last year. Okay, wasn't a great season. Sure, we can all admit that. I've admitted as much very often on this podcast. But I'll tell you this, with more toughness and more aggression, this team could overachieve all the way to seventh in the conference next year. Which sounds like a backhanded compliment, Painter. And you would be right. And you would be right, I think, and I've said this before, this is a huge year for Kermit Davis and his staff. Year three, you overachieved in your first season. You disappointed in your second for a variety of reasons, let's be clear. And also, I think there's something to be said for their weakness 
and the inability of officials to competently call conference games. And as we have been over on this podcast, unlike football, there is no set of officials for the SEC, but it is a generally, it is a generally familiar group of officials who are, who are rotating among these games. They will have to be better in particular as Davis highlights late in games. They will need more offensive productivity from just one player. All right. Consistently. They've got to be able to defend without fouling, especially when people drive and dribble. All right. Is that simple enough analysis? If they can be better in late games, if they can have a few players contribute instead of just one, Tyree was great, but in a lot of those losses, it just, let's be clear, there wasn't enough consistency offensively, and they can't get beat on the dribble. All right, it's not all done, but I think this is a great step in the right direction. Give Kermit Davis time. This isn't an easy job, and I think he's capable of making Ole Miss a team that can live around the middle to top middle half of the league, but it might take five seasons, and I don't know if you guys are patient enough for that, and I understand why. But you've waited this long, all right? You've waited this long. You might as well wait a little longer and try to see if his consistency can play out. It took some time at MTSU. Also, a program that has struggled. And then he was able to ride it out. Different situations, totally different league with different size pockets, access to resources, recruiting, all right? In the last five years, the SEC has gotten increasingly better. More talent, better coaching. The coaching, of course, has brought in better talent. Chicken or the egg. Either way, good stuff. Kermit Davis. Okay, plowing ahead. We're about to get to recruiting and not just recruiting of any kind. No, no. Football recruiting. Yes. Wow. As I sip on my coffee. All right, some football recruiting. Does that sound good? Reigning Mississippi Gatorade Player of the Year. Does that sound better? Oh, a state champion and a starting quarterback? Your Ole Miss Rebels? That's next. As a reminder, here on the Locked on Ole Miss podcast, it's your team every day, but during this pandemic, we're going to make it three times per week. And as we get out of this, as we get out of the worst of this, I don't want to get ahead of myself because there's so much more in this moment that is important than doing a podcast. But this podcast is important to me. It's important to you, the listener, listeners. We're going to be bringing you the best. And by best, I mean what we have. And what we have right now is recruiting. All right, but don't worry. We're going to talk about a number of things this week. Don't you worry. And speaking of worries, well, goodness, what are these athletic departments going to do if there isn't fall football? And that seems to be getting ahead of myself. Oh, and how angry it makes everyone to suggest something that might not happen because, quite frankly, there's no way it starts on time. But I don't know. I'm willing to admit something that a lot of you aren't, and it's that I don't know. All right? I'm just saying, if I were to read the tea leaves... I wouldn't be optimistic. However, I sure do hope it starts on time because goodness, life as someone who covers sports for a living is only going to get more difficult. Anywho, that is what's coming up on the Locked on Ole Miss podcast. What does your athletic director, Keith Carter, say they're going to do in the event of the worst case scenario? Plus, Ole Miss is having to deal with a number of things that some other programs who are also concerned about cash aren't. That probation money that was withheld? Of course, nothing coming in during a pandemic. Everyone can relate to that at the moment. Don't forget, you just cleared house, so you got to pay out all that staff. All right? And, you know, ticket sales are reduced. All right? So uh, most schools are, are working through at least two of those, but there are a couple of things to consider 
and we will get there. But for now, Ty Key is from Taylorsville. As I mentioned a moment ago, the Mississippi Gatorade Player of the Year after leading his team to its second double-A, two-A, however you want to say it, state championship in three years as the starting quarterback, the 6'2", 205-pound quarterback, hit a growth spurt after his sophomore season. That, according to 24-7 Sports. He is the nation's number 11 pro-style quarterback, ranked number 11. I don't know if you know that. Pretty good. He said it meant a lot to me. So many great players out of Mississippi. It was a blessing from God. The COVID-19 virus has, of course, shut down schools. So, Ty is working out right now. Among the schools, he said, recruiting him hardest, Oregon, Nebraska, Louisville. All right, all good company. Oregon makes sense when you think about who the offensive coordinator is. We've talked some about what that will look like as Moorhead has. He came into Mississippi without ties, and at least he's leaving with some because he's still continuing to recruit for now anyway. Southeastern players and Cristobal and his staff also have relationships down here. So, you know, I think if there's a team out West that you can see in the next five to 10 years becoming a power, it's not Southern Cal. It's not Washington, especially with Peterson's departure. Although I am curious to see how that looks. And if he's done with football, can they keep that going? I think so. But with the way Cristobal recruits, I think Oregon is a team to look out for over the next decade. However, outside of Oregon, you've got Louisville who, Speaking of overachieving, my God, last year they did just that. And Scott Frost at Nebraska. Ooh, he's going to need to de- oh, yeah. turn it around, do better. Or the favor that he once had with those folks in Lincoln. It's going to run out. Worth noting also that Auburn is recruiting him. Chad Morris went to one of his basketball games. Keyes said, surprisingly, neither SEC in-state program is staying in contact. Quote, it's been a minute since I've heard from Ole Miss. My brother even goes to school there. Same with Mississippi State. Nobody is in touch with me. Hey, look, I think there's good reason for this. I've already told you that I think one of the biggest upsides of Kiffin is that he will be able to, with a couple of seasons, and I think the recruiting will come particularly in the second cycle, although this one will be a big jump up, I'm sure, from what Ole Miss had to contend with last year on the heels of a coaching change. Plus, look, we're figuring out some of the results of the signing period being pushed up is that it makes life for new coaches particularly difficult. So, as I've said in the past and will continue to say, Lane Kiffin will land a top-flight quarterback. And he has worked with a variety of quarterbacks. So I don't know what that looks like, although I'd be willing to bet based on what he's been able to do and based on the way football is trending with quarterbacks who are mobile, but not necessarily mobile like I have to get down the field in the read option, but more I can extend the play. I can buy time for my players. I can help my offensive line, which is not full of people like Tua Tagovailoa had blocking for him, right? But even still, like Tua had that elite offensive line and he could buy himself time. And eventually those receivers who were also very talented can't do anything about that. Eventually, like you've got a numbers game that they're able to win. And so I think you will get a player who can in many ways neutralize or at least minimize the talent deficit. It's just that he's not 
walking through those doors today. So that's going to take time. But I think it happens. And I think part of the reason, or I think the reason, that they're not targeting Keys is because they don't think he's a good fit. Like, it's that simple. Maybe that changes. You know, he had the growth spurt. There could be a few other targets out there that Ole Miss feels better positioned to pursue at the moment. I say watch and wait. Let's see. All right? It's a long recruiting cycle, and it's going to be an interesting one with how the NCAA manages the recruiting calendar because everything's been thrown off. I say don't worry too much about recruiting an in-state player, but I understand why it is that you can you can become concerned thinking, are we letting someone out of our own backyard for X, Y, and Z reason? I think this is strategic, though, and I think that I am confident Kiffin and his staff are able to bring in the quarterback of the future, the one who excites you, the Ole Miss fans, and seriously, the one that I think even with time when Ole Miss has a better roster, a roster that's more competitive and capable of not just bracing for impact against Alabama and LSU and other teams like them who are clearly the best in the country, but one that can compete and then in the right situation, in the right moment, with the enough experienced players and upperclassmen. You know, maybe you get them at Vaught-Hemingway, all right? Suddenly you've beaten Alabama two years in a row. Hey, I, I'm just, you said it. All right, you said it. Give Kiffin that time he needs. Give Kermit Davis that time he needs. In time, that's not what you fans want to hear. You guys want results, and I don't blame you. Some good hires have been made at Ole Miss, though. Just got to see them through. Resources, size of the school, history. It all plays a part. You know this. I'm excited about what we're doing in the revenue-generating sports. We just need to generate a little revenue. Easier said than done right now. Catch you guys on Wednesday. Y'all be easy.